You are tuning in to the PE Volunteers Podcast, where we promote quality physical education and share ideas. Welcome to the PE Volunteers Podcast. Hosting today is Alex Adams, Crystal Williams, and Derek Zachary. This is episode four. This is our first episode of the new year. During this episode, we're going to tell you a little bit about ourselves and some plans we have for 2020. So we're going to start our discussion today talking about how we met each other on Twitter. So let's get to it. kick this podcast off with Alex Adams telling you how we met on Twitter. You know, it's kind of unique how we met. Um, I, I, I just love that we met kind of on Twitter and um, we were all just kind of sharing things that we we're doing in our class. And we had this idea. I know Crystal and I, we kind of met. I don't think we really, we knew each other more on Twitter, but we kind of met uh, at the shape Nashville conference. And uh, we went to this, presentation called uh you know choose your own tech adventure and we're, we're all kind of you know tech people and um you know Derek I don't think Derek you were you weren't there were you Derek no I wasn't I we were actually having a baby oh that's right meeting so um I wasn't able to attend that was baby number five I forget yes that was baby five baby five <laughs> But uh, then we had this idea on Twitter of, hey, man, this would be great to do this Choose Your Own Tech Adventure for our state convention. And we kind of just put it out there on Twitter and said, let's, you know, let's do this. And we, we kind of organized this presentation to do at uh, our, our state convention in Tennessee uh, 2018, I think, 2018. And um, I just love that we, we didn't even have each other's phone numbers and didn't really meet fully until we, we met at the convention. And I just remember presenting for the first time uh, with you guys and just being like, man, I need your phone number. Like we, we just communicate on Twitter and, uh, but it might be good to, you know, text one another. And um, so it just, it's, I, I love that our relationship grew uh, kind of organically on social media and um, it just, uh, kind of goes to how important I guess social media has been in developing our careers and uh, but just kind of unique how we met and uh, kind of got together but yeah I thought you know I thought it was really neat for the fact of we were all the way across the state I mean we had I'm almost in East Tennessee Alex Middle Tennessee and, and Crystal is in West Tennessee and and you know we never met before at any conferences I remember standing at the uh, I think the year before possible Taford coming in and uh, talking to you guys for the first time. Uh, and I was like, okay, this is, you know, I, I'm starting to meet people and that was kind of early in my presenting stage. So uh, it was neat. And then we kind of got together and then I realized, Hey, we've already met before once, but like Alex said, we didn't even have each other's phone numbers. And uh, so it was a great, it was a great session that we had and uh, it was fun and completely different of anyone that I've ever been to. Yeah. Kind of to piggyback on what you were saying, uh, Derek, I can remember I met you on Twitter, went to a Tafer conference before we presented together. And I was like, Oh, that's the guy from Twitter. 
uh, met Alex, saw him again at Shape uh, Nashville. And he was like, because Alex is very uh, outgoing, let's take a selfie. So we took a selfie and we were like, yeah, we're all from Tennessee. And then we met up again to present together. And that was also really awesome um, time for us. And I really enjoyed that. Now to transition to talking about our teaching career. So we're going to tell you guys a little bit about our teaching career, how long we've been teaching, where we teach, and why we chose teaching as a career. And I'm going to kick that question off to Derek. Awesome. Uh, you know, for me, it was, uh, I guess, I guess first, before we go there, uh, I've been teaching, this is my 16th year uh, in the education field. Uh, I spent two of those 16 as a principal at my school. So that was a interesting experience. But the other 14, I've been at my, uh, my school, been there the whole time doing PE and, and had fun with it. And I guess why I chose uh, the education field, you know, education wasn't one of the first things that when I started college, it was, a, I started uh, as an engineering major. And, uh, you know, I, I looked at it and I thought, you know, really, do I want to spend my time in a factory setting uh, the rest of my life, rest of my career? And, you know, I started looking out, looking at other things and, and I got talking to the uh, PE administrators and, um, with, with that, the, you know, they allowed me to come into the program. I really enjoyed it. I really took off and really with my career kind of went from there. Um, and I saw once I did that, uh, you know, I didn't have the PE background that everybody else did. It wasn't, um, one that I had when I was growing up, you know, we had to roll out the ball program and, um, maybe occasionally do a few things, but, but not learning. So I really enjoyed it once I got to the college and I really wanted to, to try to make a difference in, in everyone else's experience. So. Now I have a question for you. Okay. Principal, how did that happen? <laughs> well, it was one of those when the, the superintendent, our principal was leaving. Uh, she was a great principal. Uh, she was really good to me. Uh, but it was one of those, the superintendent came to me and said, you know what? I think you'd make a really good fit at, at your school for principal. And at that time I needed, I needed, I needed to change. I needed something different. Uh, I was kind of stalemated. I was just in a rut. Felt like I'd done the same thing every day and, and getting into that, allowed me to see um, see that I didn't want to be a principal first off after my second year and then after that it, it allowed me to see the growth that I could do and that's where I really feel that my teaching took off uh, that was I think my year eight and nine so my 10th year coming back I really started focusing on going to quality um, professional development and instead of just going hanging out, not really, you know, watching the stuff, but not really absorbing it. But, you know, year 10, I started taking off. I started trying to follow people. Uh, I think Twitter was out, but I didn't, I didn't know how to use Twitter, just to be honest with you. Uh, I knew what Facebook was just to keep up with people. But as far as Twitter, I didn't really know what it was. And then I got into it and, and it really kicked my career off with it. 
That is really cool. And it's good that you got the opportunity to be a principal so you had a different perspective. Very neat story because I did not know that about you. So Alex, for you, same question. How long have you been teaching? Uh, I know you have transitioned to a different um, sector. And why did you choose to uh, get involved in education? Um, so I, I'm in my 10th year of teaching. Um, you know, I'm originally from California and, uh, you know, I, ever since high school, I, I would say I, I knew I wanted to be a teacher. Um, more importantly, probably I, I wanted to be a coach. Um, you know, I, I played sports growing up and I had, I had just, uh, I guess a different experience. Uh, I had a really good physical education program, uh, went to a small school and, uh, you know, I really just, man, I, I wanted to do this, want to do the same thing that my PE teachers did, my coaches did. And, uh, but more importantly, I think I, I went in as a coach and I feel like a lot of people kind of go into that PE realm wanting to, wanted to coach first more than they want to teach. And that was me. Um, and, uh, so I've, I've taught in now Chicago, I've uh, been in Tennessee now for six, seven years. Uh, I don't know. You stop counting after a while. Um, but I was primarily an athletic director, K through 12 PE teacher. Um, and I coached every year, every season, pretty much, um, I coached basketball, volleyball, uh, did some tennis, uh, did cross country for a year. Um, I don't, I'm trying to think I've done soccer, uh, I've done a whole bunch of different sports. Um, and I, I really did enjoy it. Um. But I, one thing that is, I, I don't know if you, any of you have coached before, if you can relate to this, but uh, when you coach that kind of, especially if you're an athletic director, uh, that dominates your teaching. Uh, so that takes over, uh, you know, when you have a, a game cancellation or a bus driver's sick and can't make it and you're, you might be in the middle of teaching and you've got to figure out what you're going to do later that night. Uh, and so your, your teaching a lot of times has to pause. And um, a few years ago, I uh, had an opportunity, um, you know, one thing being a coach and athletic director is uh, I felt, felt like I was never home. I was always living in the gym and, um, you know, I, I kind of liked it, but at the same time, my, my family didn't like it. And, you know, I have two kids at home and, you know, my wife was very supportive and she would bring the kids to games. And, but after a while it gets, it gets hard and, um, you know, you want to spend more time at home. And so I had an opportunity to take a, uh, you know, stop being the athletic director and, and just focus on teaching. And I had an opportunity to start teaching uh, elementary PE again. I kind of stopped for a while. Uh, and I, at first, I, man, I, when I first started teaching, I hated <laughs> elementary PE. The kindergarten kids, I was ready to, you know, throw my hair out, pull my hair out. And it was just nuts. And uh, I, I went back to it and loved it. And I was just in, in love with it and kind of, realized that I, I wanted to be a PE teacher more than I wanted to be a coach or wanted to be a athletic director. Uh, so after that, I, uh, transition, I, I gave up, um, I gave up, uh, coaching and being an athletic director and just wanted to focus on being a quality PE teacher. And th that led me to eventually, uh, wanting to get my doctorate, uh, so I could, uh, you know, teach future educators. And uh, right now I'm in year one of uh, getting my doctorate at uh, 
the best university in Tennessee, Middle State, Tennessee. Okay, I, man, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say something. I know uh, you guys went to, what, Eastern Tennessee and uh, Memphis? Memphis, yeah. Mine was actually at Tennessee Tech, which is, I'm right on the line. So I actually went to college. Uh, it's Ensign Cookville. So it's kind of Middle Tennessee, but almost uh, getting close to the East Tennessee line. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, I went to the best basketball school ever, University of Memphis, just in case anybody wanted to know. Well, that might be true, but uh, MTSU is the best uh, best for creating quality physical educators. Um, it'd be interesting what our listeners say, but um, but anyway, so that's a little bit about me. Um, you know, I, I'm working now and I'm getting my doctorate in physical education, and uh, I, I don't know, looking forward to helping our profession grow and uh, making teachers and future teachers the best that they can be. That's cool. Uh, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself. Um, I've been teaching for eight years. I am in a school district right outside of Memphis. It's a small district. We have about six elementary schools, two middle schools, and one high school. Now, compared to Memphis district, Shelby County schools, they have a ton. So we're very small compared to them. And I started teaching. I got into the teaching field because my basketball coach came to me my 12th grade year. and She's like, Crystal, I think you should be a PE teacher. And I was like, really? So I looked into the program and I went from there. And since that day, I have been focused on PE. I also thought I was going to be a coach. Um, started out coaching as soon as my senior year was over with in basketball. Coach from that point on for a little while. That wear and tear on your body that you were talking about, Alex, is real. Okay, because my knees are terrible. And then I was like, you know, this coaches is not for me. I taught middle school to start out and I was coaching there. And then I went into elementary school, still was coaching a little bit. But then once I got done coaching and had that one year off, I was like, you know what? I'm done coaching. I just want to go home every day. I want to focus on PE. I'm all about quality physical education in the classroom. And that is very important to me. And I feel like when you coach, that takes away from your program. I tell people all the time that you get paid to teach, you don't get paid to coach. And if you do get paid, it's a small amount compared to your check that you get for teaching. So your focus should be on teaching. All right, hey, I totally agree with that. You know, I coached. I didn't go into the field to coach. Uh, it was kind of one of those things where uh, you have to coach if you want the job. So uh, that's where it kind of took off for me with that. And, and, you know, once I was able to get out of coaching, Again, I feel like mine took off. Uh, I feel like uh, I was became more focused. I didn't have to worry about planning, you know, practices and things like that. So uh, I totally agree with both of you. Um, it really helped not being a coach. And you know, I had friends look at me and said, you know, I was I put as much time into my PE program as they put into their coaching program. So, uh, and that was a, you know, that was, that made me feel, feel pretty awesome too. That's cool. Um, to transition to another point, I know many people reflect on their year. And I know when you teach quality physical education every year, you reflect on your previous year and how you can make it better. So starting for 2020, have any of you set uh, goals for the upcoming school year, where you want to go, where you're looking to do uh, coming up? Yeah, I guess uh, I'll go first here. Uh, someone's got to go first, right? Um, you know, my, my goals have totally shifted. Um, 
you know, one thing, you know, that I've been doing more of is presenting. And I know one thing I want to do is, is, um, do more presentations, um, you know, period. I, I like to present cause I, I like to try to just help our profession grow. Um, but more importantly, I think I, I want to make a better emphasis on, um, you know, quality task presentations, making sure I'm demonstrating best practices. I, I know that's something I'm, I, you know, I'm sure just, you know, would happen naturally, but it's not something that I would think about. Um, and so I, I want to make point of that. And then I also want to just make sure, um, I don't know. I think there's a lot of opportunities for our profession to grow. And I think uh, I, I want to just keep growing with it, I guess. It's so uh, I know one thing that's challenging when I'm not uh, necessarily in the classroom teaching, uh, you know, I, I do help teach at the university. It's more of a, a classroom setting. It's, it's kind of fun. We get to go down to the gym and help our students, you know, you know, do assessments or task presentations with each other. And um, that's been fun. Um, but I guess I want to make sure that, uh, I'm still learning and growing uh, with, you know, my field and, you know, what people are doing and, um, you know, and, and not lose focus of, of the bigger picture, I guess. That's great that you ha had the opportunity to impact teaching from a different point of view now that you get to impact people that are going to teach the students. And I think that's very important because we have so many people come out of those college programs and like we talked about already, all they want to do is coach. So that's their focus. But now you get to tell them, hey, it's not all about coaching. You're probably going to have a lot of, like you said, wear and tear on your body. Hey, this is my experience with that. And now look at me wanting to make sure people teach quality physical education. So I think that's great that you have that perspective now and that you get to impact those people coming into our field. So Derek, same question for you. What are your goals for 2020? You know, I, I'm kind of with Alex. Uh, I've started, I pre started presenting more and I really enjoy it. Uh, as far as me professionally, that's, you know, I want to continue. I want to continue to get better at it. Uh, I saw an awesome uh, quote last night and it was lifelong leaders are also lifelong learners. But yeah, I just wanted to um, really work on being a better professional, being able to share across the state anywhere that I can. I want to, I want people to realize, you know, the impact that they have on, on students. You know, we see so many kids, so many students all, all the time. And the impact that we have, you know, if we create a, a dictatorship type program, they're not going to enjoy PE. They're not going to enjoy physical activity once they leave. And, and that's where, you know, I'm coming from with that. They, I want them to be able to look at physical activity as something fun, something they can do the rest of their life. Uh, me as a teacher, I want to continue to learn. I want to continue uh, creating experiences for my students. I want to uh, help them to push on. And, and, you know, if they find something they enjoy, you know, they're going to be, physically active with it for the rest of their life, whether it be something as simple as archery or whether it be uh, something uh, different sport that they've played, you know, that's my job is to create experiences. And that's, that's where I want to continue to go uh, in my professional career. So. That's great. Uh, and I like that both of you all talked about presenting. 
from their perspective, I, I, I always want to improve on that. But my goal was more focused in my school program and that I want to still continue to get my parents involved. And my key with that is to impact people to change their perspective of PE. So this year I started, uh, well, 2019, I started bringing parents into my PE program with the Bring Your Parents to PE. And I started uh, with a PE newsletter. So I want to make sure I'm getting parents involved and letting them know what we're really doing in our physical education class. Cause I don't think a lot of people understand. And to connect with that, not only do I want parents to understand what's going on in PE, I want the outside world, anybody that's not in our PE field, I want them to know what we're doing. So I can also connect with that present part because I can then go out and present and let other PE teachers, cause some of them don't, they don't even know uh, what quality PE looks like sometime. And we need to let them know also. Uh, hey guys, is there anything else you would like to tell our listeners? Just keep working at PE, you know, keep uh, giving experience to, to kids uh, because they deserve it. You know, they deserve uh, a quality program like you guys have talked about in the past. Uh, we, you know, they need it, they want it, and they look, they just does take in stuff that they need from PE. Uh, whether they seem to like it or not, our job is to find something that they like. So, Alex, what about you? What um, anything extra you want to tell our listeners? Yeah, you know, Crystal, you know, we were talking about um, highlighting, you know, what you do in PE. You made me think of, um, you know, something that's going on in our state right now. In, in Tennessee, legislators are trying to get rid of the uh, the Tom Cronin Act, um, which is just basically. The Tom Cronin Act was passed a few years ago just saying that, you know, P elementary PE should be taught by, guess what, a licensed and trained PE teacher. That seems kind of, you know, standard, but there was no nothing on the books saying that. And that PE should be, uh, physical education should be, you know, twice a week uh, for 30 minutes, elementary PE. And, uh, you know, some legislators are trying to get rid of that. And I, it just, you made me think that, you know, the more we can communicate to parents about what we're doing with our students and how it's not just physical activity, but it's education and how we're developing those skills and building, you know, that confidence to be active. Um, I think that goes a long way and, it, and it'll make it harder for legislators to get rid of when we, we can advocate to our parents and we can defend our program and just show quality PE out there. And I guess if I, if I had one thing to you know say to our listeners is, is, you know, advocate for your program, show, show off, don't, you know, don't be afraid to show off what you're doing. Um, you know, educate your parents on how important physical education is and, um, you know, just have quality PE out there. And uh, it'll definitely make uh, what I know what Tayford is trying to do in, in preserving the Tom Cronin Act and making sure that there's quality uh, PE out there. Yeah, I totally agree with you guys uh, both. And for me, I just want to let the teachers know, enjoy what you're doing. Don't compare it to other people and always be prepared. And on that note, we're going to end this podcast. Hey, listeners, if you want to learn more from us, follow us on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at Coach Williams PE. Uh, mine is at Mr. Z Phys Ed, and it's Mr. Z and then P-H-Y-Z-E-D. Uh, that's my Twitter. And you can, uh, you can follow me at Coach Adams PE. All right. Thanks to our listeners for joining us. And tune in next time to the PE Volunteers Podcast.